0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thursday, August 1st, a late week mini episode of the Skate Podcast. Many of you have been listening every Tuesday when Ken Laird and I record and then release our usual weekly episodes. Uh, If you missed this week's, you missed we took a couple of excellent calls from a couple of our Twitter followers. And then we had a nice debate ...about how much a number one goaltender is worth in light of the Andre Vasilevsky extension with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, But this is a mini-episode, and even though it's not exactly the uh, greatest time of year to be a hockey fan, not much going on. There is some competitive hockey going on up in Michigan at the World Junior Summer Showcase. Uh, Team USA is up there with Team Canada, Finland, and Sweden... It's been some uh, pretty good hockey as those kids try to try out for their respective World Junior Championship teams. And one of the prospects that's really stood out so far is John Beecher, the Boston Bruins first-round pick. So we've seen all the tweets. We've seen all the videos. Some of us have even watched some of the games on Hockey TV or on NHL Network. Uh, but I thought it would be a good idea to get someone who was there firsthand, had an up-close look at John, has been following his career actually even before he was drafted by the Bruins. That would be Mike Moriali of NHL.com. He's been covering World Junior Championships, prospects, the draft for more than a decade for NHL.com. Him and his colleague Adam Kimmelman, they just do exhaustive work, amazing work. Uh, the the amount of stories they produce every year uh, during the season, and especially leading up to the draft, is just unprecedented, unmatched. And Mike is just a really thorough guy; he knows all the prospects front and back. And uh, he had some great tweets. I thought about John Beecher, and so I thought it'd be a good idea to talk to him. And so here is my conversation with Mike Moriali of NHL.com. So yeah, so it seemed like um, it seemed. Like- like as soon as i kind of reached out to you and, and made contact to uh to do this little podcast john beecher scored a goal in the uh in the first period of the u.s game uh yesterday and uh i thought that was pretty appropriate that uh we had kind of lined this up because you know a lot of talk and tweets coming out about beecher this past week and uh so i just wanted to maybe get some impressions from you about him and you know what what did you see uh in the few days you were up there in michigan uh, watching him
1: yeah, thanks a lot for having me on the program. That yeah, no uh, You know, to, to me, to me, John Beecher deserved more playing time than he probably got in, in his draft season. Okay. Um, which is why, which is why I feel, uh, he really, um, you know, he really was a, a, almost a steal in my eyes uh, like the number thirty fifth in the Bruins. You know, it's re- it's really hard. It was hard to get playing time when the options over you include like a Jack Hughes and Alex Turcotte. Uh, um, and players of that stature. But the feature has a real nice skill set. He's fast, uh, he's big, and He short, got, to me personally, I think he's the, the perfect uh, fit for the Bruins. Uh, I think he'll be a, a top-nine forward um, in that system. He could go top six. He, he was playing wing and center um, at the World Junior Summer Showcase for the U.S. Um, he could play both roles because he's got that size. Uh, he's got that size about him. He goes about 6'3", and pounds. He's a left-hand shot. Um, so, you know, those two seasons, I, I think, with the, the national team development program did wonders for him last year. Sure. Again, you know, with, with limited playing time. And, you know, quite quite honestly, Matt, it, you know, he really didn't get top minutes on the power play either uh, because mm-hmm. you have those other great players. He had 15 goals, 28 assists, 43 points in um, 63 games for the for the program last year, which I, uh, I think is saying a lot for his ability and what he, the way he brings it. I'm telling you, every
0: every coach and, and general manager right. out that was present watching him
1: really say that this shit for his guys, uh, the skating, um, his team, is just so impressive for a player of that
0: snatcher. Yeah, exactly. You know what I kind of like is that you bring up the fact that he was playing behind Hughes and all the, the legion of players, so many of them that went in the first round this year, and I like the fact that uh, the Bruins in the past have made picks like this, and they've sold us on that type of notion that the player they're picking maybe didn't produce because they were behind people, but at least you know, experts like yourself and scouts and, and people uh, on Twitter are, who have watched him play and watched the program are saying the same thing, so that's that's kind of changed my opinion a little. A little bit of the pick since uh, since the Bruins made it. I still maybe would have liked to see them go for a more dynamic kind of player, someone who's uh, definitely you know guaranteed to at least have the offensive upside. Maybe coach them into the defensive role. But clearly, this is a, a two-way player that the Bruins the Bruins kind of you know, subscribe to this theory that you draft the two-way players and they're going to fit in in the system, like you said, they can they can play top six and, and get the points. And, and I guess we'll see. But there, there was maybe some worries about a lack of finish with him. D- do you see any reasons why that might have been, or was it just the fact that he wasn't playing in the in the bigger roles? I, I think the, I think playing in that second
1: tier, third tier role with the program had a lot to do with that over the past two seasons. Um, obviously, you know, we'll see a lot uh, from Beecher as he goes to the University of Michigan. I think he's going to play. Uh, a real big role there uh for, for the club. Um, you know, when I spoke to him and I got a chance to, to talk to him after uh, one of the games yep. at the summer showcase, Matt, and you know, he told me his, his strongest assets are his skating, his size, um, and, and his shot. He, he mentioned his shot as probably the as strongest assets of a player. But then, I, when I asked him about the areas he needed to improve, he said being able to make uh, quicker plays in tight. Uh, being able to, to, to more effectively play away from the puck are two things that he's been working on to improve. But sure. I'll tell you, you know, at the at the showgate and, and let's face it, we're in July, August here. Um so it's still early. He had the adrenaline shot, the adrenaline boost of, of playing, you know, getting on the ice and playing with his teammates and playing against another country. So there's all that to consider as well. But uh, you know, uh, you know, I believe you've got a player here that could be comparable, very comparable to a Blake Wheeler. Okay, uh, where um, he's able to play in the middle. If you want to throw him on the wing, you can do that. Um, you know, he's he's effective on faceoffs. You throw him there, but he's a big body forward. And as I said, you know, despite the fact that many would consider him to be a power forward, I also see that skill set where he can he can you know if he takes off and, and gets on a breakaway, he has those those finish that finishing punch. Yep. about him. Does he need to work on all those other things, particularly those areas that you stressed? You know, maybe the finishes. Yes, of course. He's 18 years old, 19 years old. But I really believe that this is a player that's going to flourish uh, at the University of Michigan. He'll play big minutes there, top six role. there will be a big guy on the power play, probably playing in the middle. Um, so, the Bruins fans, I think, you have a lot to look forward to uh in John
0: Beecher. Yeah, that's a great comparable having Blake Willard as a comparable obviously it resonates with Bruins fans and you know so many people so many people are tent are tentative when you try to get them to compare. They always want to say, well, John Beecher is John Beecher but yeah, that's that's the little bit I've seen of him in development camp and in this tournament uh this week, yeah, I could I could totally see where that's coming from. And yeah, like you said, Blake Willard was kind of a center wing. They kinda of, kinda of didn't know where Exactly, he was in a fit when he got here, and, and so it worked out well, and, uh, you know, hopefully he gets the same uh, type of patience that, uh, you know, Atlanta slash Winnipeg got with Blake Wheeler, because, you know, Blake Wheeler clearly wasn't the player here that he was going to be two, three years down the road, and that's mostly because of the the way they developed him, and we'll see how that goes, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's a real
1: good athlete overall. Right. right? I mean, his, his mom and his team, Natasha,
0: ran track and close country, at union college, oh, wow. dad Bill played with. Play the frost and golf
1: and O'Mara College. Uh, um, and actually, his older brother Bright, teacher, you know, got John into hockey as a kid. Uh, John didn't like uh, playing the game at all. And, and he, you know, he told his parents <laughs> it was too slippery. It was too slippery. It was too slippery out there <laughs> for him. But, you know, eventually he, he got the knack of it and, and really picked it, picked up the game rather quickly. And um, he's smart, you know, he you know got to play defensively and without the puck, you, you know, a big kid that. He really had a strong second half there this past season at the program too, Matt. And you know, in tournament play, he was usually one of the better players. Uh, you know, we could set up guys, and, and we could be we could just be scratching the surface now with with what John Beecher will become.
0: Yeah, excellent. And so, Mike, just tell uh, my listeners like what how long have you been on this beat, like the World Junior slash draft beat, and and then prospects.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, when I first, uh, arrived at, at .com in 08, uh, I was strictly, you know, doing the devil's coverage, um, and I did some draft features here and there, and, and, and then, you know, a couple of years later, you know, Adam Tillman, a colleague of mine, he did a little help with the draft coverage, so, you know, I figured I'd dive in and, 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 give it a shot, uh, because I enjoy it so much, uh, when I was with the daily newspaper, the Star Ledger, uh, um, uh, for 17 seasons when I did high school and college hockey, uh, at the paper. So, you know, covering prospects and getting new names, uh, you know, in the head and, and trying to figure out where they might fit in on an HL games was something right in my wheelhouse. So, uh, you know, I really enjoy it. So it, it's, oh, no, I would have to say 09, 010. Yep. Uh, going to all the drafts, uh, I've been going to all the combine. Um, you know, I, I got a good, uh, uh, list of, of, players that, uh, you know, gone in the first round that, you know, they recognize me now and they go into the locker room. Sure. It's really cool. And, um, to have that, uh, to have that, I guess that tie and that, that kind of almost like a friendship with the players whenever they see me. Cause I always tell them before they leave the big time and get those big contracts that, uh, hey, don't forget, Janet, that's a little junior yeah. rider here that, you know, first. Right, exactly. You. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, you know, it, it, it's been a joy, man. I, you know, it's been fantastic.
0: It's it, it just nice. Because, you know, the good thing about a team, that, despite the fact that, you know, obviously I cover the Devils and, uh, yeah.
1: I do all of that each season, cover all the home games for the Devils and the Beliefs for playoffs. But, um, it's a new crop of players, the, the prospect, every mm-hmm. year. So if, if, that's what makes it interesting to me. There's a, there's a new player that's at the top of the list that, that everyone is looking at that people go number one in the draft every year. So that's something that intrigued me. Um, the word about these players, their backgrounds is always a bit something
0: different. Right. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate you giving me some time here. I know you're between World Junior Summer Showcase and a summer vacation here, so I know that's always a hectic time. I know when I get off work and then I'm going on vacation, you have to get, you have a million things to take care of. So I really appreciate you giving me the time, and uh, maybe we'll catch up again during the season. Yeah, always a pleasure, Matt. And so there you have it. There's my conversation with Mike Moreale of NHL.com. I knew Mike. Would be a great guest, and he lived up to the hype. Some great insights into John Beecher. I particularly liked his uh, comparison of Blake Wheeler. That should get Bruins fans pretty excited. And so this is uh, a mini-episode of the Skate Podcast. We hope to give you those late every week, maybe once, maybe twice, even a week, in addition to our regularly scheduled episodes when Ken Laird and I will release those on Tuesdays, talking hockey all the way through the summer and into the season. We do not take an off-season at the Skate Podcast. You can follow us at The Skate Podcast. You can send us uh, some suggestions if you'd like to maybe even call into the show at some point. You can let us know at The Skate Podcast. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes and all your favorite podcatchers. And also uh, just listen to us streaming on uh, com. And uh, like I said, we'll be back. Ken Laird and I will be back for a regular full episode next Tuesday. Thanks. (laughs)